see those red lights. I can't help but hear those last words repeating over and over and over and over. My life changed forever five years ago, and I never saw it coming. We rarely do. Hindsight is twenty twenty, after all, and it's amazing how easy it becomes to see what the future held once it catches up with us in the present moment. I know that pain from experience. A lot of others do, too. It's a lesson, lesson I wish no one had to learn, but I know everyone must experience it at some point. Losing someone close is hard, no doubt about it, but losing someone close when you've never saw it coming is devastating. And if you look back and you could see a world where you could have prevented that accident from happening, it becomes downright unforgivable. And unforgivable takes a lot to get past. It's something that clouds up your mental and you struggle with. For however long you struggle with it until you just accept that reality sucks because for a while I thought everything was just a dream I just got clouded for the first year I felt like numbness two to three years in I didn't really really deal with it and I had to understand that my dad was gone and now that it's been four and coming up on five years now, I have to figure out how to foster that relationship, even though he's not physically here anymore. And I have to learn to forgive myself for not being able to see the future. setup-ish because uh, well things are changing rapidly in my life and it's weird but this is 
probably a better setup than usual. I probably sound better. There's no echoing. It's currently like 4.20 a.m. And I've wanted to do this episode for the past few days for sure. But I haven't been able to think up of anything. Which means that time for me to freeform. <laughs> Today I wanted to focus on death, grieving, losing people. To pick up your pieces after. What do you do the months after? What I did the months after because shit's tough. An update on my life right now. Um, it's like August something. August is a tough month for me. August twenty fourth is a birthday of a very, 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 very close friend of mine that kind of left my life. Aaron. It's her birthday, and I always call her on her birthday. And I'm looking forward to it this year. Because this year I get to tell her that I've been sober for four months. Longest I've been sober. Ever. Since I started smoking, obviously. And uh, very proud of myself for that, obviously. <laughs> but I get to tell her that. That's going to be a hard conversation. Because I haven't seen her in probably a year. I miss the shit out of her. And I'm not going to see her for a long time. A very long time. Somebody that I never thought I would lose in my life that I did. And it was a wake-up call that I needed to change. And I still didn't change for a while after. But. Things do change. Life moves on. Sadly, whether we like it or not. Eventually, everyone that will come into our life will eventually leave our life at one point. There will be a point where the friends that you meet up will all meet up before each other for the last time. You will play whatever game for the last time. You will smoke weed together for the last time. You will do something for the last time, eventually together, that you usually do. And I'm not saying to be sad or anything and get into your feelings and, oh my god, life sucks. No, no, no. But take advantage of that because things do change. And they may change for the better, may change for the worse, but things will change. Things will get stale and you need to appreciate the good things in your moment, in the moment. Otherwise, you'll lose sight. And when you lose those things, you'll be so wrapped up in trying to get back the past that you won't see what you have in their present moment. I still struggle with this. Probably preaching to the choir here. Calling the kettle black. Whatever southern saying you want to say. <laughs> to say that I am just projecting my views onto other people. But it's over. And uh, I talked about it a little bit last episode, but uh, I've lost a couple people in my life since coming out of rehab already. I lost somebody that I used to smoke with 
that I was really good friends with and I lost him to overdosing. And it came out of nowhere. And it really sucks because he was a good person down to heart, but not a lot of people liked him. But he was a really good guy and he wanted to get out of that life that he was living so bad. But he wasn't strong enough to. He was probably 40-something years old, just struggling to get out of a life that he had been in since he was 20-something. A life that I was lucky enough to escape. I wanted him to escape that life. He's one of the funniest people I've ever known. One of the hardest people I've ever seen to make laugh. I was able to do it. One of the few people in the world that probably were able to make him laugh. Which is an honor. Elvin. He touched my life in a lot of ways and I wasn't ready to leave. Or for him to leave my life. But that's the case. He's gone. He overdosed. And I just gotta keep going and wherever he is, hope that he can see. Be proud of where the fuck I am. I've also lost a friend named Savannah Hale. She's been missing for a couple months now. And one of my best friends, her boyfriend, is not taking it well, obviously, at all. And I wish I could do something about it. Because he's pretty suicidal. Passive suicide ideation. For sure. Wishes something would just take him out. But I don't think he's going to take himself out. Not right now at least. I don't know what it's like in a few months time. I don't even know if in a week from now. If he goes to LA if he'll come back. And I can't do anything about it. Except. Hope to God that he doesn't. Talk to him when I can about it. And hope that he's telling me the truth that he won't do it but I can't say I know exactly where he's going through but losing someone is tough man and I'd like to say that it gets easier as time goes on but I'd be lying if I said it did just hurts less. Maybe you get used to the pain. <laughs> You'll never forget those people. Ever. And it's up to us to live our life for those people that we don't have in our life anymore I think at least that's what keeps me going I live my life because others can't in honor of them I would do the things that they like to do that I like to do with them and remember the times that we once shared and I'm not saying that it's that exact method's gonna work for a dude whose girlfriend has been missing. That we don't know what happened. We can't find her car. But these are steps that I took 
on my journey to deal with my father's death and deal with all the death that I've been in in my life. A little tidbit of information about my dad. Um, he died three weeks into my senior year of high school. Um, he adopted me when I was 16. Um, 15 or 16. And I slowly saw him start going crazy after that. He worked on the road. He would come in for a week at a time. And uh, when I was young, I just didn't want him to be there during those weeks either. I was just like, when he wasn't there, everything was normal. And then we came in, everything was not normal. And when he left, everything went back to normal. And I took him for granted. Definitely took him for granted. Uh, and our relationship deteriorated over my when I was 15, 16, just deteriorated and deteriorated until uh, we were about summer. When I was uh, 17, it was a summer, and uh, I was on summer break, and I had to help my dad with a bunch of things, and I hated it. But I remember looking up at myself in the mirror one day when we were in the Yukon. Uh, his work vehicle. And I said, one day you're going to miss this, Anthony. And I remember I enjoyed that day. A lot. I remember a few weeks prior to that, I think I was playing saxophone for him. And that was one of his favorite things. When he came home, he always wanted to hear me play saxophone. And one of my favorite songs to this day... And his favorite song, I believe, that he loved to hear me play was Demons by Imagine Dragons. And I'm going to be putting that on my Instagram soon. Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Come with a couple other videos and dedication to all the people I've lost in my life, especially my dad. Because this video, as well as those, are probably going to go up on August 25th. The anniversary of his death, which this year marks five. And when I think back to our last interaction, it was because he put his hands on my mother. And I put him in his place. And a couple weeks later, I told him I didn't want to see him until he got out of rehab. And I never spoke to him again. Three days out of rehab, he got into a car accident. Autopsy report had 26 milligrams of Xanax in his system. Do I think I could have prevented it? Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. I think he suicided. And I remember going back to school that weekend actually the weekend I found it on a Friday night everything was numb nothing felt real nothing I remember sitting in my English class actually no I remember that Monday morning actually what I remember the first thing I remember is uh, getting a hug from my good friend of mine named Ben Lilly who I was in band with and um me and him never really had any interactions that were that nice or good 
but this one was really special because he just walked up and hugged me and said, you need this, and I did. I remember playing in band. That was the only thing that made me feel normal that day. <laughs> and after that, want to say I had to go into my English class and I remember getting there and just shutting down didn't even want to think and this girl named Brittany looked at me and I didn't know Brittany me and her didn't talk too much but we did partner up sometimes because she was a smart girl in class and she knew I was a smart dude and so like we just sit next to each other look to the person next to you, partner up, whatever, we just look at each other, it was easy, she got her shit done, um, but, besides the point, um, that was kind of our only interactions, and she looked at me, and she just knew something was off, and, um, I remember the, the teacher got on to me for something, and she just kind of looked at her, or sorry, no, no, not even before that, before that, before class started, she looked at me, and she's like, are you okay, I explained to her what happened. I mean, I looked up at the middle of probably five, six people looking at me and just looked at her. It's like, my dad got into a car accident over the weekend and died. And everyone's face who heard was just in shock because no one had really had that happen. You know? Or, like, you know, it was a shock. And I remember hearing people go, I wouldn't even be here if that happened, whatever. But um, the teacher came in, we started class. You know, I wasn't somebody who was going to make excuses. I was just going to do it. I was also a smart kid in class. So usually I held my hand up, answered questions, whatever. And today I just wasn't having it. And the teacher just looked up at me and said, Are uh, you going to do anything today? And I remember she, she spoke up and she's like, <laughs> not, not, not today, Miss White. Uh, he had something really tough happened and he probably just needs some space and uh i didn't want the entire class to know obviously and feel bad uh and i'm glad she respected that and she, yeah i got called out of class shortly after the talks to the counselor and i just didn't want to talk about it and when i got back everybody was just looking at me weird uh so i'm guessing everybody found out or whatever it doesn't matter now but it didn't feel right and I remember drowning myself in a relationship I got into a relationship probably about two weeks later and uh, yeah that lasted a while it was good but I definitely used it as a distraction I distracted myself a lot that year I distracted myself with band with girls, weed, duster. It's actually when my first addiction started. That was with duster. Air duster's terrible. But I distracted myself a lot for the first year. And I got off to college and I lost my future. I got my ego check. I've talked about it before. Uh, you know, I dropped out of college. Girlfriend broke up with me and I wrecked my car all within the same week. 
and it, so weekend happens girlfriend breaks up with me I go talk, talk to her about it wreck my car have to go back to college and drop out because my grades weren't up there and I remember that week was the worst week of my life Rustin was a terrible time for me my roommate was a piece of shit who didn't matter if I was in a room would just fuck his girlfriend would just make shitty remarks kept the room dirty took my shit was just an asshole and he was a furry <laughs> fuck you Matt dude was weird and I had to deal with that on top of all that so that last week when I didn't have a place to stay and I had to spend the week driving out of college without a car and I couldn't escape from him because I had a f no fucking car it was miserable I wanted to die so much that week legitimately I don't know how I made it through And I had only myself to blame for everything I had in my, going wrong in my life. I really did. I still believe to this day that a large reason why I don't have my father anymore is because of me. I flunked into college. I wrecked my car. I am the reason my girlfriend broke up with me. And I can't take that shit back, obviously, or I would've. But... How did I get away from that place? How did I escape from that place? First thing I did was... Figure out what made me happy. I asked myself the question, what makes me happy? And at first, I didn't have an answer for that not in the slightest I couldn't even tell you what happiness felt like at that point in time then one day I was working at a seafood restaurant and this lady came in and she was a regular and I remember talking to her and beaming with a smile and making her laugh and just having a good time and I realized I was smiling. And I talked to her a lot about my feelings and how I was feeling. And she she knew that I had felt that way for the first time in a while. And told me to hold on to that feeling. So I realized that day I like making people happy. Not in like a people-pleasing way, but in a... If I can make them laugh, I like making them laugh. If I can make them smile, I like making them smile. If I can do something easy to make them better, I like doing it. And that was my first glimpse of happiness. I still wasn't happy for a long time after that. I was still dealing with my dad's death for another year and a half after that. I ended up getting into another relationship a couple months after that. That did not go well. <laughs> we both didn't know what we wanted. 
maybe I didn't know what she, I wanted she knew and I wasn't it it's probably more like it and that tore me up mentally I just kept failing and failing and failing and failing and failing and I had no options and work was miserable but there was just something that made me keep going whatever it was hope love for my friends and family people I didn't want to give up on whatever it was there's a reason I didn't quit and I'm glad I didn't otherwise I wouldn't be here talking to you to all the other episodes I've made on this podcast I wouldn't be able to play saxophone I wouldn't be able to play video games I wouldn't be able to hang out with Cam I wouldn't be able to still see my family if I gave up and quit life and I understand that mindset very very well I really fucking do because that dark place is dark And I just remember the earth opened up so fast and I just fell in to failure. And everything that I had loved, my future, everything, everything that made me happy disappeared in fucking flash. And that's all it takes. And it it taught me the hardest lesson I've ever heard, had to, to learn in my life. It's to appreciate what you have while you still have it. Because it will disappear one day. There is no doubt about it. Everything you have in your life right now will disappear at one point or another. And if you can't accept that, then you need to start accepting it. Because once you accept it, it makes life a whole lot richer. Everything is more beautiful when you look at it like it's going to be the last time you can ever look at it in your life. That's what I do. My dad's death taught me a very important lesson. Failing college, that week in college taught me a very important lesson. And I wish no one ever has to learn the lesson the way that I did, which is why I kind of have this podcast now. Maybe if I'm lucky, a couple of you will be prevented from making the same dumb mistakes I've made. Maybe I haven't made mistakes. Maybe I'm just living life. I guess it's true because mistake implies something is unfixable or something Maybe not unfixable, but mess something up. And maybe flunking out of college wasn't messing it up, it was just learning. This is to Savannah. Hail, if she's out there. We love you. And we just want to know you're okay. 
mean, if you're not out there and you were actually gone from this world, you're, you were an amazing person. I will miss you for the rest of my life. And your life got cut short for whatever reason. And we will miss you. And to anybody out there that's going through this dark void in your life. And you just want it all to end. You just want your pain to go away. You just want something to just come and fucking kill you. I promise you that pain goes away. I promise your life's not a failure. Your life's not as miserable. And if there doesn't seem like there's a point to life, there isn't. It's up to us to make a life purpose, to put meaning into life. I truly do not think that we could, that the world, the universe could exist without humans to see the world existing. (laughs) Just like we couldn't exist without the world existing. We couldn't see without it. I implore everyone to look at the world like it's the last time you're going to see the world. Like you are going to die tomorrow and you're never going to see anything in your life again and I promise you it will change your life. Figure out also what makes you happy. There's a long list And if you don't know, we'll start experimenting. Thank you for joining me.